Welcome to the Sturgeon Outdoor Podcast. It's time to sit back and enjoy. Well, Taylor, here we are on the good old podcast. Another day, another 50 cents. Now, I'm going to jump right into it here. You decided to take the plunge. You finally pulled the trigger, and you went out hunting. Well, I went out hunting, yes, but I didn't pull the trigger. No, that's true. You didn't pull the trigger. I didn't pull the trigger. But, yeah, went out um, a couple days ago. Went out hunting. It was um, Saturday night. Got a text that, hey. You want to go hunting tomorrow? Yeah. And we went. Now, I mean, we started out and it was rain, fog, really non-ideal hunting conditions. I'm oh, not that, gonna, that whole not, drive was, was terrible. You couldn't even, sometimes you couldn't even see the road. And anytime you could see the road, you saw, you know, animals running across. I think you saw what, fox, couple squirrels, couple deer. Just, yeah. just standing on the side of the road. Yeah, and unfortunately, when we ended up getting to the stand, we did not see a single thing. Well, I you listen, we didn't see a single deer. All right. Then we had that squirrel that was pretty close. We almost ate squirrel for dinner. It was, it was real real close to getting a field tip, that's for sure. It was it's real close. A couple close. birds fly by, too. Other than that. Saw nothing. So why why don't you tell us a little bit how how did that experience hold up? Like, did you have any real expectations or anything? I walked in with zero expectations because first of all, you woke me you woke me up at that early on a Sunday, my one day to sleep in. But you know, I wasn't complaining because I would definitely go out and do it again, absolutely hundred percent. Um, and I say zero expectations because there's a couple hunters at work that I work with. And they say, you're going to go out there. If you ever go, you're going to go out there and you're not going to get something every time you walk in with no expectations. You won't be disappointed. So like, good way to put it. It's a great way to put it. It it is because I know like, listen, I know it wasn't an ideal conditions because we sat there waiting for the fog to, to disperse, whatever you want to call it, dissipate, if that's a word. And it was still there. Which, you know, wasn't a bad thing, but it was the experience. Like like I said, I will tell you, walking up there, I like how you said, you know, hope you're paying attention because you're walking us back. Listen, <laughs> if you would have, if you would have, wouldn't have told me that and we would have walked back, what, like walking up that or walking around up there, whatever you want to call it, it was completely different in my head in the dark than what actually was there. When oh, we yeah. walked, when we when we were leaving, I did not expect to see what I saw. <laughs> I had no idea all of that was there. Between like one side you have a hill going up, the other side you have a hill going down. That's I don't remember walking that. Now it took you to a property that you that you had never been to. Never been to. And we walked in, and you could probably see maybe five feet in front of you. Oh, absolutely. That's how that's how thick this fog was. So 
just to kind of give a general idea here. Yeah, between the um, the rain and the fog, it was definitely about five feet. Um, and the only thing, and of course, it's, you know, what time we get there? About six, I think. Yep. Yeah, six. And you have your you have your headlamp on, and I have mine, but, like, I didn't turn mine on because, like, I'm not seeing anything. So most of the time I'm just walking and just looking at what you're looking at because either I look at where the lamp is or I just look straight into darkness. <laughs> I mean, there's not really – not really anything to look at that or that early in the morning oh no because it was dark coming in too it was dark yeah it did. we were out there i mean we were out there about an hour before it even started getting light at all mm-hmm. which is really good because that gives you know the woods time to settle down and things to start getting back to normal obviously you cause a little disruption when you walk up right well i but, mean what really i think what really helped and i mean from what I was getting from what you were talking about was the, um, the rain and you had, you had the drainage on each side of the little path we were going. So that helped a bunch because I mean, that kind of helped some of the noise. Yep. Now what we were hunting out of was a ground blind. Yep. So let me tell you, I was pretty thankful for this pop-up ground blind because it at least provided a little bit of shelter from the rain. Absolutely. Oh, it helped. Listen, it helped a ton. It it would have been miserable sitting out there because that rain was starting and then it stopped and it's like, really? And it'd just be the trees moving and made it rain and then it started pouring again. It was, it would have been an awful time. Okay. And I mean, we left the woods about 10 o'clock in the morning and it was still foggy. Yeah. It was still foggy. So. It was one of those things where it was just, it was just a tough day hunting. Well, and then fun fact: um, if you want the fog to go away, it need the temperature needs to be at least four and a half to five degrees over the dew point. And from what we were looking at and all that, it was not getting that big of a difference. So I think it probably stayed foggy up there for quite a bit. I after we left, I bet you it was foggy for a while. Yeah, especially up on top of the on top of the hill there. Yeah, because of that elevation change, Utah, you're you're dealing with a little bit colder weather than would be, per se, at the base of the hill. Right. Well, and luckily, I didn't have to deal with much cold weather because I had nice, comfortable, warm gear to wear. I was very warm. I was actually almost too warm. Um. I feel like I was the only one, but that's all right. I, I had a great time. Yeah, I decided to – I made the mistake of letting you borrow the nice cold ge- cold weather gear hey. as I'm sitting in there in an Under Armour and, uh, you know, my nice early season hunting gear. I was a tad chilly. I'm not going to lie. It was it was cold. Well, <laughs> I had – so I had the the pants – the jacket, but then I also had a sweatshirt on, two shirts underneath that, and then for the pants, I had two pairs of pants, a pair of shorts, and I wore muck boots, so I wasn't going to get cold either way. <laughs> I was very content. You said basically dress in layers, and I'm like, all right, I'll I'll dress in all the layers. <laughs> like, so, but yeah, it was, it was definitely a 
good experience because it shows, you know, it's not as people go out and they hunt and they're like, wow, that was, it makes, they make it look easy. And that's definitely was not easy. I mean, you even tried calling them in and there was nothing. There yeah, was broke out the grunt call a little bit and there was still, there was no movement whatsoever going on. God, there wasn't even, and you could hear everything up there. I mean, we sat, yeah, we talked a little bit, but we sat in silence. We were up there, what, probably four, about four hours. About and, four hours sitting, yeah. Yeah, and we sat in silence for about, what, three and a half of those? Just oh. waiting. We we were quiet. I mean, that wasn't even a thing to, you know, make the make everything, like, away from us. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, I don't know. It was, like I said, I would definitely go do it again. Um. Absolutely, because, like I said, you're not going to see something every time, but the more often you grow out, the more chances are you will see something from what from my experience so far. So, Yeah, it's definitely a big uh, – it tests your patience. It's a patient game. You can't just go out there with the expectations of seeing monster deer every single time you go out. You need to kind of have those no or low expectations where you know that the deer do travel in that area. But it's not one of those where it's a guaranteed thing. Right. Like and we then, saw, I mean, there was tons of deer sign up where we were at. Yeah. We were right along some great trails. And it's still, it just nothing worked out in our favor that day. No, and then like once we were leaving and you could see more and all that, you could see it was, it should have been a great area, but I mean... Maybe it was raining a little too hard. Maybe it was a little bit chillier than it should have been. Maybe I mean, the, the list goes on of what, what could have been, um, why everything wasn't happening. But, I mean. The hunter's it, paradox is what it is. It's, it's one of those things where it's like you could change one little thing and it'll change your entire outcome. Or you could change everything and nothing would happen once again. It's, it's just one of those things. You'll never know. But being out in the woods, you, you at least have that shot. You have that opportunity. Right. I mean. We talk, I was waiting for something, anything. And it just didn't happen. Yeah, there wasn't even like, I mean, we had that whole like, what, 10 birds around us for about a half an hour. And then they all went down further. But then like. Yeah, as soon as the birds and the squirrels started going out, I, I thought that was going to be it. That was probably right around eight o'clock in the morning and right. I was expecting that to be, that was the turning point. After that, I figured a deer would be walking by a minute, but the woods just kind of went silent after that. Yeah. It was probably was, like, there was nothing half, dude. Yeah. It was like a half hour or so of the woods just blowing up and then silence. Yeah. It's like a, it was like a wave of noise, and then everything was just gone. But, but if I mean, you had to summarize the experience, how would you summarize it? How would I summarize it? Um, I'm putting you on the spot here, I know. God, how would I summarize it? It was... I wouldn't say fulfilling, because the most fulfilling thing would be, damn, we're out there, got a deer... Have to field dress it, take it, take it to your house, do whatever. Um, it was 
I don't know of a good like adjective to describe it, but I mean, it was a really, it was a, it was a fun experience. We didn't do much, but it was a fun experience to know, wow, this is what, this is what, you know, this is what happens. Um, mm-hmm. It'd definitely be, like I said, definitely be something I'd be willing to do again. Um, they said more opportunities out there, more, more chances basically. Um, but definitely um, if I had to rate it out of 10, I'd definitely go a nine on that. Nine. Only taken only taken off a point because we didn't see anything, and that squirrel was eyeing us down. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like I said, that squirrel was close to getting a field tip. Oh, it was it... probably five feet from us. Oh yeah, right yeah, outside right the blind. <laughs> and it it was come by a couple of times, so it was definitely it was definitely asking for a field tip. Yeah, yeah. It um, but yeah. But yeah, and, um, so the day before you took um, one of your sons out, how how'd that go? You know what? That's actually why I initially texted you is I was out there with him, and taking him out was definitely an experience in its own because it's uh, much different being out there with an adult and a five year old. You have to go in with the mindset of you taking a kid out there. Actually, so, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you right there. I want you to explain to me, because you gave a little bit, but how was it bringing everything up there? Oh, no, dear. <laughs> We're going to get into that. Yes. I, I'm, I'm going to skip right to that because I want to know how it was. Actually, I already know, but I want everybody to know how it was. Well, so talking to Camden, my oldest, he really wanted to go out, really wanted to go out, and he's been asking all season to go out. So told him if he had a good week that he can go out hunting with me. So he does. Phenomenal week. And I'm like, okay, it's time. I know that him being five, I do not feel comfortable bringing him into a tree stand. Hmm. No. So I have this pop-up ground blind that uh, you and I actually used. Yeah. But the issue was, is I hadn't set it up yet. I knew kind of where I wanted to bring it. uh, But I didn't actually bring it up there to set it up earlier this season. So here I am, can't have Camden get dressed, get ready to go. And I'm like, I know you're going to get bored just sitting there. I want you to bring a few toys with you. So he grabs a couple. I had to make sure that there was no batteries in any of them and they weren't ridiculously huge. So I'll pack everything up into the car and head out to the property. We get there. And I have my coat because I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be hiking up a hill here. So I know kind of what to wear going up. And that hill, I mean, that you said that was easier hill, that hill coming down, looking at it without well, snow joke. That's it, it's I mean, the easier one. Yeah. But like, it, it's not a small hill. I mean, in comparison to walking down from, from the other end of this property, it's a much more gradual hill. I walk in, 
and I have to bring my backpack, which is loaded with snacks because, you know, kids love their snacks. Uh, I have to bring the ground blind, and I have to also bring the chairs, the fold-out chairs up there. And here I am, loaded all up to the brim along with my bow and ready to go. And Camden's only job is he has to carry up the toys that he decided to bring. And so we're hiking and we maybe get about a quarter of the way. And he turns to me and he goes, Dada, this stuff's just too heavy. I can't, I can't carry it up the hill. And I'm like, Camden, there is no way I'm putting anything else on my back to carry up this hill. You can, you can carry your two toys. Otherwise, we're not going to be able to bring them. Because I, am, I have an extra 100 pounds on my back right now. Oh, yeah, at least. And here he is with three pounds of toys telling me he can't make it up the hill because they're too heavy. I'm like, oh, dear. So we finally get up to the top and get to the spot where I wanted to put everything. And we're getting out there. And I would say he did really good for, I'd say the first hour. Hour, he was really good. After that, he was kind of talking a little bit more, being like, hey, what's going on? Do you hear anything? Where the deer at? He kept asking, like, Camden, you're sitting here too. I, I don't, I'm not hearing anything. I'm not seeing anything. So, but, you know, digs into the snacks a little bit, which is all to be expected. Right. Yeah, I was shocked that he lasted as long as he did. We probably were out there, I would say, two hours total. And he did good for the for first time actually being able to sit there for an hour quietly. After about the second hour, he was like, dead out, I'm ready to go home. Well, I mean, at uh, this point, how old is he? Five. That's right. So... Listen, to get, to get a five-year-old to sit there for that long and not do anything, that's impressive already. Oh, absolutely. I was extremely impressed by him. Yeah. He did great. I figured it was going to be one of those. We get up to the top, 45 minutes later, he's ready to go home. Right. But he did good. He lasted about two hours, and we didn't see anything. But he got, he got to see a whole bunch of wildlife, a whole bunch of squirrels. So he himself had a great time. Got to bust out the uh, deer call a little bit for him, too, which he, of course, loved. He thinks it makes a funny noise. But after the two hours, loaded up the backpack, left the ground blind and the chairs up there, which was super nice. (laughs) Not having to carry those back down. Right. But, yeah, all in all, I thought it was a great experience. He loved it, which is half the battle with kids. You never know until they actually get out there how they're going to do or how they're going to feel about it. Right. So I'd like to say extremely successful trip on both yours and his uh, hunting experiences. No, absolutely. It was, um, I mean, for him, it's just being able to go out there and like, wow, that's, this this is great. And like I said, he's been asking for a while. He, um, 
He did great. He likes to carry the rangefinder around his neck hmm. and kind of scope out different trees and everything, figure out how far away they are. Right. So he finds ways to keep himself occupied, mm-hmm. which you really can't fault him with that. I mean, at five years old, if you can keep yourself quiet for an hour, oh, fantastic. I can't even keep myself quiet for an hour. That's impressive. <laughs> So, yeah, all in all, like, we had a great time. And I think that brings up one of the best points is when you get kids into the outdoors like that, you have to remember that they are kids and they're not adults. They're not going to sit there quietly for hours on end. You have to have realistic expectations. And I think that's one of the most important things is to not sit there. I mean, I could have sat there and I could have gotten frustrated that he keeps talking, asking all these questions, you know, walking around. Luckily, we were in the ground blind because he, you know, he had to walk around. He wasn't about to just sit there, kind of check out each window, see what see what he can see out of there. And in his defense, there's plenty of windows and plenty of room to walk around in there. So he had plenty of room for activities in that ground blind. Oh, yeah, it's a good-sized ground blind. And you have the 360 windows, so you can see all the way around. And I came in knowing that that's how it was going to be. It wasn't going to be one of those days where you just sit out there like if I were by myself and hunt like I normally would. You had to make it a fun experience for him also because if he had a bad experience this year, next year he's not going to want to go and eventually he's going to lose interest completely. Now I feel like he keeps that spark alive and he's, if I ask him to be like, hey, Camden, you want to go hunting? He's 100% going to say yes. Right. Because the, this last time was fun and he's going to keep remembering that. Plus he's going to have fun hanging out with me, doing something that I enjoy and it just kind of domino effects. And later in life, who knows, maybe he'll be out there hunting and I'll have him to uh, drag my deer out. You never know. Listen, listen, he can drag your deer out all you want, but you're still going to have to carry his toys. <laughs> oh, man. He's never going to let that. He's never going to live that one down. Be like, you remember that time? Yes. Yes, we know. You may, you wanted me to carry your toys when I was carrying the whole team on my back <laughs> up a hill. Yeah, it's going to be, he's going to be older and be like, oh, man. My backpack's so heavy, I'm be like, let me tell you a story <laughs> <laughs> of when the backpack was too heavy. All right. See, what, what you should do is get him a backpack already, so next time you guys go out, he can put all his toys in there, even if that's, it's two. That's very true. I actually, I had an extra, like a fanny pack type pack, but it was too big for him, so he couldn't, he couldn't have used that. I tried, yeah. though. I was, I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know, that... If this works, it's going to be perfect, but it didn't. <laughs> it didn't work at all. But, yeah, as far as kids going in the outdoors, you really have to realize that they're just kids. I had a great time. Like I said, I could have spent the whole time frustrated that here he is talking, walking around. But I knew when I asked him if he wanted to go, what to really expect. Well, and two, it wasn't an experience more for you. It was for him because you went up there and you're like, all right, set the blind up. 
do my thing, you know, get outside. But like, it's more of an experience for him because he's he's listen. He didn't, he didn't be telling everybody. I went hunting this weekend. It was great. Blah blah blah. And yeah, so it it, oh, was, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't for you. It, it was for him. And luckily, thank God we live in the time we do because you didn't catch anything. That's great. He still gets to go home and eat. If That's like. True. Years and years ago, if they didn't catch anything, well, they're probably not eating. So, yep. At least, uh, at least we still had dinner. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> there's a, there's a. It reminds me, there's a that there's a sticker on someone's locker at work. It's gonna say, it wasn't gonna say. It says, "Vegetarian is an old Indian word for bad hunter." <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. So, <laughs> so yeah, I get I get to see that every day. So nice. That's a, I like that. <laughs> no, I, th- I thought it was pretty good. I, th- I think that should be like a. I'm sure it's a bumper sticker or something, but I think that's just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, like with um, I believe it's this weekend coming up, if I remember right, from people talking at work. But it's um, crossbow season starts on Saturday? Yes. Yes, it does. And so does that do any effects to you, or are you just still going to go out there, normal bow and all that? Now, I don't have crossbow. I just have my compound. And realistically, it's not going to change my style of hunting at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the crossbow is great. Gets people out, you know, something different. Uh, I know there's been a lot of hemming and hawing about the whole crossbow thing because it's very similar to a gun where you can have dead-on accurate scope and you get a little better range out of them, like a more effective range. But really, I, I just think it's good that people are getting out. I say more power to you. If you have a crossbow, go ahead. Get a deer. I like my compound. Yeah, later in life, if you have uh, trouble or something like that, bad shoulders, crossbow would be perfect. So I really can't fault anybody for using crossbow. Pretty soon you're going to have to get um, your boys a crossbow to go out there with you because they'll want to do that instead of um, you know, pulling back the compound and waiting. And no, no. <laughs> They're just gonna want to sit there, pull the trigger, and boom. Hey, if they decide, if they decide they want to, I want to say New York State. You have to be fourteen. That's only a couple of years away, dude. I mean, I got nine. I got nine years. Okay, a couple of years. So that's gonna fly. Yeah, okay. You want to know what? You want to know what was nine years ago? We graduated high school. Okay. I know. Okay, I so, know. So I mean, nine years flies by. So get ready. Yeah, if, if they want to, more power to them. Let's go ahead. Like I said, let's see what their interests are at that point. And I think it all starts right now. No, absolutely. Keep getting them into it. Keep getting them outdoors. I mean, that's that's the main thing. I mean, this time of year around here, there's not much to do. Like, it's supposed to snow tomorrow morning. And I'm not really looking forward to that. Like, walked into the store tonight after I went to the gym, and there was slush on the ground. So, if see. that's what you can do during the winter, that's awesome. Oh, absolutely. And like I said, it's one of those things that I hope they get involved in. 
really get in touch with the outdoors and I mean, really just have fun with it. Like, that's all yeah. it's all about. It's just about having fun, enjoying it. And like you said, it's something to do. The weather's crappy, so why not go sit out in the woods? Right. If you see something, you see something. If you don't, you don't. I mean, for the most part, you can either sit at home. I mean, for them, sit at home, play with some toys, or sit out in the woods and play with some toys. I mean, it, it, it's just a change of scenery at that point. But, I mean, if you call it, wow, let's go hunting, they're going to be all for that. Not yep. just, not just mm-hmm. hey, go play with your toys. Right. But but I'm bored. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's one of those I'm really I'm really excited that they get excited about it now, being five and three. I haven't taken a three year old out. He really wants to go. But I think it's he's still a little too young to really to really go out and go hunting. You should take him down to your um nearby ravine over there and hey look, we're hunting. Yeah, right behind my house. Yeah. Have him sit out there for a little bit and I'm sure we'll see some deer then because they're all city, they're all the city deer. Right, they're they're used to people. They walk by and go, "What's up?" and just keep walking like they don't they don't care. Yeah, hang a bird feeder. We'll have tons of them. Ah, uh, yes, the squirrel feeder. <laughs> yeah, the squirrel feeder. Uh, you <laughs> the know that... squirrel pile of corn. Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking about. Um, that all I'm saying is Sunday would not have been a bad time to go out there and feed the squirrels. That's. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been the squirrels would have been fed everything would have been fine so when's um when the next time you're going out prior this weekend probably this weekend like i said in the previous podcast because of my new job i'm now a weekender a weekend warrior i get my get my weekends to go and i can't hop out during the week because of when my uh end time is well, it's almost like if um, the property was a little bit closer, you could. But knowing where it's at now, it's not—it's not close enough just to hop over for a little bit and hop back. Like it'd probably be—I'd say a twenty-minute drive mm-hmm. from my work, maybe twenty-five, and then, then you got walk in too. So then you still have to walk in, and by that point, you're sitting out there for. You'll have a half hour, maybe 45 minutes before dark. And this Sunday, clocks clocks go back. So yeah. you're going to have even less time. Yeah. Maybe. No, more time. More time? Less no, time. less time. Less time. Less time. That, that, that daylight savings always screws me up. I don't know why we can't be like some other people and just not acknowledge it, but, you know. I mean, all I'm saying is I'm used to my schedule right now. I don't know why they have to change it by an hour. At least it's not spring forward because, oh, my God, that one kills me every time. Yeah, there was spring forward. Yes. So um, fun story about daylight savings time. There was a time um, my buddy needed a ride. Um, He had a little bit too much to drink. And it be on a night where I went to bed late and it was daylight savings time. The spring, oh. spring forward. Um, I think I went to bed about one. He called me at three, which is two. Mm-hmm. That that's an hour of sleep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I told him, you know, it's one of those things. Hey, don't drink and drive. I got you. But 
I was not happy. And I'm like, listen, you could have picked, picked any other night to do that, and it was that night. Oh, of course. It had to be that night. Oh, absolutely. But, so, anyway. Um, so those are your weekend plans, just going out there. Anything else fun to do? Uh, like I said, they'll probably be, at the very least, Saturday night. Saturday So you're going, so going out on Saturday s- night? Saturday night. Maybe Saturday morning, we'll see what the weather front and the, the home front bring. Right. You know, you always got to check with the home front. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see how that all ends up and then go from there. No, but that's at, good. At the very least, I'll be out one of the shifts for, right. you know, hunting. Right. And right now, there's so much movement going on during the day that – just because I say Saturday evening, I might hightail it at twelve thirty one o'clock and go yeah. out there and make it a nice long evening sit. Right. Because it really you get all that movement during the day and it's why not take advantage of it? There's oh, no point in just coming and expecting the last hour or so to be when the deer are moving. You really you can be out there at any time and you'll see something. Right. And, you know, I mean, like with us, I mean, it just all happened to be not in our favor that day because we went out there. There was nothing. We were out there four hours before there was even anything moving in the woods. And, yeah. Like I said, I think that that, I think what really messed with us was the thick fog for most of the morning. And then there was the remnants of fog. Not quite as thick, but it was still there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it went from like five feet of distance to you could see, I don't know, 20 yards in front well, there's of you. A, there's actually a uh, video posted on our uh, TikTok. Oh, it's um, there. Yep. When you get a chance, check it out. It's of, I forgot what time of day it was. Um, give me a second. I'll look quick. It was now that you say that, I think I might have posted on the Instagram page as well. Yeah. Yeah, we I both did. I, yeah. It I I just looked and I actually I cut out for a second, so um I think I heard what you said, but um it was at seven thirty I took that video. So Okay. It was on there, it was rather dark looking. Um I took one after. I'll post it eventually. Um but <laughs> Yeah, one of these days, it'll it'll be fun out there for you. I, I hope this time um, you at least see some movement, or if yeah. not, um, I mean, you know, I don't know, eat some more snacks or something. Like, do, do something. <laughs> Play with his cars or do whatever, whatever you got to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking this weekend will probably be a solo adventure. Oh, absolutely. Just me go out there and come up with a game plan, go from there, play the wind a lot. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be the wind game. Right. And, yeah, you, you know, offer still stands. You know, you, you get one, give me a call. Uh, you, gonna oh, be, yeah. you're, you're not going away this weekend? No, no. It I'm. Um, seems like for the past five, six weekends, you've been off doing something. Yeah, yeah, I have been. Um, no, I think it's this point hunkered down and only thing I plan on doing is 
think some relaxing around the house with the family um, and just, you know, going with the flow. Whatever happens, happens. And that's about it. I mean, I, that, yeah, got nothing besides if there's, maybe I'll work some overtime. Maybe I won't. You never know. Who knows? Might be a nice relaxing weekend for you. It might be a chaotic deer cutting up weekend for you. You don't know. Listen, either way, I'm okay with it. That that's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> this time of year with no plans, that, that's what happens. So Yep. I will for sure be hitting you up. Yep. Dude, absolutely. I'll be there. You know, get some warm clothes on. But I'll be there. Don't worry. I'm I'm not helping you drag it out though, but I'll I'll be I'll meet you at your house. <laughs> it'll be fine you'll, you'll help cut it up after Cause, after cause all the was, hard work's done well, then all you'll I'm show saying, up and expect a steak as repayment drink oh, all my it. beer yeah yeah that, that's that's really how it will go <laughs> because listen you know by the time you say hey I got one it's going to take me at least 20 minutes to drive out there after I get some warm clothes on that's 30 minutes if you're <laughs> not you at to, least Come and find out where on the property I am. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like I, property I was you've been to once in the dark. Okay, <laughs> I can't tell you how to get back. I can tell you how to get back. I can't tell you how to get there because it was dark out. So, I, I did take a little uh, screenshot of like my location on there, so I can approximately tell you where it, where it is. Because you know, I was just interested because I actually wanted to look up like the hills and all that, and I haven't got a chance to do it yet. You know, with those, um, what are they called? Topographic maps. Topographic yep. maps. I actually just wanted to see, like, what it was, because I was interested, because I, because what we, you were telling me, we only saw a little bit of the property. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, I, I'm i not making it out there in less than a half an hour. So if you're not almost to your car by then, I, I don't know what to tell you. So I'll just meet you at your house. I'll be, I'll have, like, two or three beers in me by the time you get to your house. You'll be <laughs> I'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be you'll be already rearing to go. Oh, absolutely. Here, I will just be exhausted. I'll be like, all right, Taylor, just just take care of this. Yeah, and I'll be like, what, why are you so tired? I I had a great time. I don't know why you're <laughs> so tired. Like, <laughs> but but already oh, there we go. Sorry, I'm gonna I... have to let you go. All right, buddy. I think it's about that time. It's always it's been a fun time talking. And um, until next time, um, I'll talk to you later. All righty, man. Peace. See you. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Keep up to date with us during the week and also between episodes by following our Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok page. We'll put a link in the description.